Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode on Grieving Moms Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hillica. This is episode number 103, and we're going to talk about post-traumatic growth. Before we start, I want to ask, how are you doing today? Like truly, are you living under your pretend existence, or are you letting yourself be true to yourself? I want to encourage you to take that step of bravery and start to take off your mask that pretends everything is okay. If that's what you're doing, I think of you every single day, so, so, so often. Speaking of which, if you want to find connection with others and tools to help you begin to take off your mask, you do not want to miss Relief and Grief. You want to come join me. It's open for enrollment right now, and it's going to take place on July 14th, 15th, and 16th. This is going to be live where we will get together in real time, and I will teach and coach and also have time to chat with some of each of you on every call. So. It is such an amazing experience, and if you can't make it live, there is a private Facebook group just for this group that you'll be able to catch all the replays and connect with all the moms inside. So go join now at reliefandgriefsupportgroup.com, and then we can dive into post-traumatic growth. So let's dive into today's episode. It's all about post-traumatic growth. What is this? Why would you even want to learn about it? I first heard of this concept, even though I feel like I lived it and found it in my life before. I just didn't know the name of it. Um, I heard about this term first from Krista St. Germain when she came on my podcast almost two years ago now. She described it as, if your life is shattered and broken and you have to rebuild your life again, why would you not want to make it better than before? If you have to start over from the ground up anyways, why not make it stronger and more beautiful than before? And I know for some of you, this thought of having a better life than before your child died can be a difficult thing to think about. I know that maybe you don't want a better life. That because maybe for you, that means that you didn't appreciate your child or you didn't appreciate the life that you had or if somehow if things are better now that you're minimizing how good they were when your child was here. But bear with me because loving what is right now doesn't take away the fact that your life with your child was beautiful. We we live in such a, well, if it's good now, that means that I am lessening, I guess, what it was before. I'm minimizing, you know, what the beautiful life I had before and that it can't ever get any better than than what it was because my child was here. But instead of thinking either or, can we just add on? Can we say, yes, 
that was amazing, that was beautiful, but right now can be more beautiful, not because that wasn't good enough, but because there's so much more to life as well. So what is post-traumatic growth? I looked up a definition of it online, and I found this on the University of North Carolina of Charlotte's website. So there's a question, what is post-traumatic growth? And it is a positive change experienced as a result of the struggle with a major life crisis or traumatic event. And then they have another question, what forms does post-traumatic growth take? Post-traumatic growth tends to occur in five general areas. Sometimes people who must face major life crises develop a sense that new opportunities have emerged from the struggle, opening up possibilities that were not present before. A second area of change is in relationship with others. Some people experience closer relationship with some specific people, and they can also experience an increased sense of connection to others who suffer. A third area of possible change is an increased sense of one's own strength. If I lived through that, I can face anything. How many of you think that thought? A fourth aspect of post-traumatic growth experienced by some people is a greater appreciation for life in general. A fifth area involves the spiritual or religious domain. Some individuals experience a deepening of their spiritual lives. However, this deepening can also involve a significant change in one's belief system. So I linked up that that little where I got that from, just the link so you can go check it out if you want to. Um, it's very important to know that not everyone is going to experience post-traumatic growth. And if you don't want to, this is your choice. You don't, you don't have to, you don't have to try to make your life better than before. But I want to encourage you that just because not, not everyone experiences it doesn't mean that it has to be you. What if you are one that will experience it? What if you are someone who can have an amazing life, a beautiful and fulfilling life, even though the worst thing has happened to you? I often use this analogy of building a house. When grief comes into your life, your whole house, the foundation, everything is shattered. It's, everything is falling apart around you. And what you believe to be true about anything in your life is broken and questioned. The peace or security you might have had, um, everything, <laughs> peace and security of what you believed in life, that life just continues on and that you have all the time in the world, it's all shattered. Everything's broken. And then this is where you get to make the choices that you get to make to rebuild your life and your house brick by brick with post-traumatic Growth, you have the opportunity to build a more amazing, stronger, more beautiful house. Like Krista said that, you know, why would you not, if you're starting over from scratch, why would you not make something more beautiful? It doesn't mean that the house that you had before was bad or wrong or worse or uglier or anything. It doesn't mean anything like that. It just means that your whole house was shattered and broken to pieces. Now you get to, to decide if you want to make that house a more beautiful, a bigger house, or, you know, what, what it, you get to be more in control of how you build that house if you want to. And the house might have some cracks. And those are like the scars that you have from the things that you have experienced, experienced. But with those scars 
comes so much strength. You can lean into your experience, experiences, excuse me, I keep messing up that word, and use them to springboard you into your life, or you can use them to weigh you down and defeat you. This is a choice that you get to decide, and I I get it. I, I know how hard this is. There are many times when it's overwhelming and you are on the ground and you can't get up, and that's okay. Let yourself be there for a moment. Let yourself process that and be okay with the fact that life is hard. And you don't need to add judgment and beating yourself up on top of that. It's coming to where you are right now and then doing one little thing to take a step forward, one tiny thing at a time. Post-traumatic growth comes from having this horrific experience that rocks you to your core. And then you have to do the work to find out what you truly believe about yourself, your life, and your experience. And through this, you can find a new way to look at things that create a resiliency or, or a strength in you that life is hard, but there's always a way forward and you don't have to live in absolute suffering your whole life. And here's the thing, like you have to do the work. Just like building a house is a lot of work. If you want to live fully again and feel like you have an amazing life again, to be a mom who can be there for her children, a woman who can connect with others and help them on a deep level, a woman who can connect with her husband and have an amazing marriage, you need to do the work. There is just no way around that. You cannot have that life that you want without diving deep into your grief your thoughts, your emotions, and holding space for all of them without judgment, which I know can be so hard, but you get to make this choice. You get to decide what do you want in your life. If you are a journaling type, take a moment, sit down, and ask yourself this question. What do you want in your future? Taking taking out this that you would want your child back. Because that's not realistic, right? If we imagine our future, so many of us just keep going back to the past of, well, I I don't want a future without my child. And if that's where you're at, that's okay. But it's just not a realistic option for thinking about, you know, where, where do you want to go in your future? What do you want to do? So you get to decide, do you want to learn how to live again? Do you want to learn from this experience and find some gifts and lessons in it or not? Really just dive into what do you want? Because I don't know what you want. I can't tell you what you want. I can't tell you who you want to be. I can't tell you, you know, if you want to build a more beautiful, better house than you had before. That's something you have to decide. And there's no judgment in what you choose. I just want to give you more um, knowledge and tools and understanding of different ideas and ways of living that you get to decide and come from a place of choice rather than feeling like you're the victim and everything else is out of your control and you can't do anything about it because you have so much more control than you think you do. So ask yourself, what do you want? What do you want to do with your house? What kind of house do you want to build? I'm thinking of you every single day. You got this and you can learn how to do this too. I am here rooting for you every single day. And if you haven't joined Relief and Grief yet, make sure you do 
by going to reliefandgriefsupportgroup.com. I will see you inside there and I will see you back on this podcast next week. Take care. If you have found support, encouragement, and changes on your grief journey from this podcast, I want to invite you to come check out Stop Talking, Start Feeling. It's my mini workshop that takes what I talk about on this podcast and really brings it to a tangible, practical level. It dives into emotions and thoughts and how you can begin to process and move through them. There are also sections on releasing and processing sadness and guilt, which so often come up after your child dies. Join me over at www.stoptalkingstartfeeling.com. That's stoptalkingstartfeeling.com.